So friends, as we uh, gear up for another academic year here in a few weeks at University of Toledo, I've been thinking a lot about just transitions of life and how in about a week and a half, uh, many students will come to this campus for the first time, leave home for the first time, and all of the, the fears and doubts and insecurities and uncertainties that they will understandably feel. You know, the fears of, of you know, how bad is my roommate uh, gonna be? Um, am I gonna be able to handle the, the course load of, of college? How am I gonna balance my life uh, in college? Will I meet any friends? Um, will I find a church community that uh, supports me in my faith in college, right? All of the, and many more, all of the understandable fears, doubts, insecurities, anxieties that, uh, that I felt certainly when I entered uh, Xavier uh, back a while, while back, 2003. And then, of course, the corollary is also the parents' fears and doubts, some of which are the same. Uh, some are a little different, like, is my kid going to study at all, or are they just going to party and uh, play video games and do nothing uh, with their, this college opportunity, right? The fears and insecurities of, and doubts of dropping your kid off uh, for the first time at college and them uh, leaving home. And so I was drawn into reflecting on my own transitions in life and how difficult they've been. My transition to college, my transition to seminary was was really hard. I remember the first month I was at seminary, every single day, I picked up my keys to leave, uh, on the brink of leaving, every day for about a month. I, I was just, it was a really difficult and scary uh, transition for me. Same, my first month or two of priesthood, a lot of priests talk about the honeymoon phase of priesthood. I, I seem to have missed that phase. Um, I don't know, my early transition to priesthood was very difficult. It was a very difficult transition, very stormy uh, transition for me. I thought about all this in light of the gospel today. And here's what I want to propose today, that the permission to fear and doubt about the future is inseparable from the permission to trust that God ultimately will put us on solid footing. That the permission to fear and doubt and feel uncertain and insecure about getting through a storm or, or getting through a transition is inseparable from the permission to trust that God will eventually put us on solid footing. I don't think we can learn to trust unless we first learn to deal with and to wrestle with and eventually overcome our fears and doubts. I think this is similar to love, right? One of my favorite quotes from one of my favorite writers who you're probably sick of me quoting at this point, C.S. Lewis, but in The Four Loves, he says, to love it all is to be vulnerable, right? Because if you stay in yourself and don't put yourself out there at all, if you just keep walls up, Right? And never run the risk of someone not loving you in return and not reciprocating your love. If you do that, you can't love at all. To love at all means to risk that someone won't love you back. It means to risk getting your heart broken. It means, it means risk having, it, it risks having uh, your love betrayed by another. 
And the same is true of trust. I can't learn to trust unless I go into it knowing and giving myself permission that I'm going to fear and doubt that this is going to put me on solid footing. And so I want to look at our gospel today in light of that principle, the inseparability of, of feeling fear and doubt and then allowing ourselves ultimately to be on the solid footing of, of trust. Peter, uh, in the gospel, initially has this kind of zeal, right? He's like, Lord, command me to come and walk on the water with you, right? And we might feel that initially when we have something we have to overcome, a storm that we have to pass through, a transition we have to get through. We might feel this initial conviction that we can do it. But then you put your water, then you put your foot in. You, know, you put your foot in the water and, you're, and then if you're like me sometimes, you just step back. You're like, no, I'm good. You know, I, I'm good. I'd rather stay in the safety of the boat than venture out into this unknown. And so Peter, Peter has that option to stay in the boat. I, I, I sometimes don't think we think about that as Peter's third option. Right? I was, uh, as I've mentioned a couple times, we were privileged to ride a boat on the Sea of Galilee back in May. And... Um, as I was on the boat, and I was thinking about this passage, my, my dad and I, my dad's here with us today, in the back, with my little nephew, Teddy, who will bring up the gifts, so you'll see Ted. Uh, say hi, Teddy. He's back there somewhere. Um, my dad mainly wrote this song. I contributed on the writing of the song about this passage. And so I, I got to sing it on the Sea of Galilee, and the students could sing it with me. And I think Ben and the choir are going to do it after communion today, though they just learned it, so uh, be gentle, I'm sure. Um, but as I was thinking about that song on the boat, it dawned on me that Peter had the legitimate option to just stay in the boat. I always thought in my mind, he had two options. He could have just walked across the water unscathed, without incident, right to Jesus, and everything's great. Or, he did what he actually did, which he started out strong, then the storms and the wind pick up, and then he gets nervous, and fearful, and he starts to sink, and Jesus lifts him up. But the third possibility is he never left the boat. And that's the worst possibility. Peter sinking and being lifted up by Jesus, he's in a much better position to trust than if he had never left the boat at all. Peter sinking and being lifted up by Jesus is in a much better position to trust Jesus than if he had never left the boat at all. And so to venture out into fear, into the fear, right, into the storm, was precisely what was required for Peter to eventually trust. Right? This is how all trusting relationships work. Right? This is how faith works. Faith is nothing more than trust. Trusting that Jesus will eventually put us on solid footing. Right? And the creed that Jesus gives to Peter... Uh, right after this event, I, I think it's kind of a light rebuke. It's kind of like, um, why didn't you just trust me the whole time? Like, you knew everything was going to be okay. You knew I had you in the palm of my hand. Like, why didn't you trust that from the beginning? Now, in this passage is presented in like the next verse. For me in my life, that off, there's often a big gap between. Uh, the 
uh, overcoming of the fear, Jesus helping me through it initially, and me realizing that rebuke from Jesus. It's usually a long gap after where I, where it's like Jesus is saying to me, Jeremy, why, why didn't you trust me? Like, why did you worry about it? I had this under control the entire time. Right? It's presented here immediately, but for me, it's often been a long gap to where I feel like, yeah, I should have trusted the whole time that everything was going to be okay. That you had me in the palm of your hand. So friends, I, I just want to present a simple message to us today, which is to give, I think God wants to give us permission to feel the fear, doubt, insecurity, and uncertainty of getting through the storms, whatever storms you're currently facing, of getting through any transitions that you're currently facing, of getting through any changes that you're currently facing. God wants to give you the permission to give him the fear and the doubt and the insecurity and the uncertainty. Because I would say that that's the only way that eventually we can develop trust. And so that's my encouragement as students begin a new school year, but as you go through uh, all sorts of other transitions and storms and everything else in your life, give, God wants to give you that permission, right? So that, precisely so that, eventually on the other side, we can be on the solid footing of standing in his love and in his trust. And we'll be able to say to ourselves, Jesus probably won't even have to say it to us, Jesus, we'll be able to say to ourselves, you know, everything was going to be okay. He was with me the entire time. I should have never doubted his presence. And so let's grow in the trust that is the nature of faith uh, and cry out, Lord, save me in my fear and in my anxiety and in my uncertainty precisely so that he can pull us up out of our sinking in the water and put us on the solid ground of faith.